0: This is our thoughts on this a semi-freeform podcast where we share our thoughts and opinions on the stuff we like we certainly don't agree on everything but we tend to enjoy the same things so tune in listen along and make up your own thoughts along with us i'm alex i'm jason
1: it's ali
2: hi i'm trukari and this week we're going to be talking about across the spider-verse and maybe a few other things but mainly across the spider-verse and yeah, yeah, when,
1: yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah,
2: so that like... should be definitely be a thing we do every week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we all say yeah.
2: Yeah, I guess I can give just like a quick like, so just start off with like my thoughts or just like yeah. generally. Like what, yeah. Okay. Dope. Okay. So I'm going to start. I really like to cross the spider verse. I think this movie was excellent. I think it's probably one of the best animated movies to come out in a few years, probably since into the spider verse. I, yeah, I think there's so much that this movie does well. And I think like, there's only like a few things where I'm like, that's not as good as, as into the spider verse, but still like, it's still like amazing. And I think, everything that happens in this movie is just like one step above where it needs to be usually you know what i'm saying like when me and ollie were talking about this the other day but i didn't feel like it didn't feel like two hours at the end of it when the cliffhanger came and you know they were like part two i didn't feel like i had been there for two hours i felt like i had been there for like 30 minutes or something just like oh
0: really I had an almost exact opposite uh, experience than you. During oh. In the theater, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, a lot of stuff is happening, and then more stuff just keeps happening, and more stuff... Uh, actually, this is a spoiler warning for anybody listening. We are going to tell you everything about this movie. Um, we're sitting there, and more stuff keeps happening, and more stuff, and they keep piling it on, and I realized, oh, crap, this is the cliffhanger. And then as soon as it happened, I was like, yep, that's it. <laughs>
2: that, I, I don't know, man. I feel like I can definitely see how it could be a lot. But I think, like, I don't know. I just, I, I just think all of it just, it, to me, it just all added to the experience. Like, it just, because, like, it just, like, it is. I think the concept in and of itself is a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I just really, I don't know. I think it all just, like, worked for me. But I don't know what you guys think.
0: I think that a lot of the movie was very good. And I will... I will agree that this was a good movie. It was a great movie, even. It just wasn't perfect. And I think that w- I, we're going to hear from a lot of you today that, and a lot of people in the media that say that this movie was practically perfect, and I don't think it was. I think that the cliffhanger was purposefully built up for the fact of having a cliffhanger, and it had no actual service to the story. That's my own opinion. I think that it was too much added on at the very end just to have the biggest dramatic impact possible on the audience when that cliffhanger ended just to bring you in and get you excited for the next movie coming from watching fast 10 like the same day like earlier that morning that also ended on a cliffhanger except for me that cliffhanger started wrapping up things except it, it wrapped up some storylines and brought every character together before it brought the big cliffhanger. And I liked that a lot better than Spider-Verse. Because Spider-Verse, everyone started together-ish. But at the end, they were so far apart. You're like, there's got to be a three-hour movie to try to explain all of this stuff they just added on. To bring them together before they can even tackle the uh, actual like motivation of the story. Like Spot. Until they can get to him, there's so much that needs to happen for them to come back together.
2: Would you have rather them introduce alternate Miles in the third movie, or maybe beyond the Spider-Verse?
0: It depends on how big his part is in the third movie, but if his part is just to show Miles the universe where he is not supposed to be Spider-Man, or show Miles the universe where he was supposed to be Spider-Man, sorry, because I believe it's alluded to that in the universe at the in universe 42 where the spider comes from that it was originally supposed to bite miles in that universe but he was never bit so he became the prowler i believe that's what it's alluding to and that's so exactly like. yeah yeah it. and so if it's just to show him that they don't need it
3: i i, I kind of disagree with that because i mean as we know they made both movies at the same time um, so I feel like what we're going to realize come March is that they, this cliffhanger is quite literally the middle of the story yeah. because they had to, they, I mean, they had to cut it somewhere. Would I have loved to be in the theater for a, a five hour and 30 minute movie?
1: Yes. Absolutely. But, I, <laughs> but I don't think I, most people would, you know, I, I was walking out thinking I could, I could sit for another hour and a half two hours with no problems
3: facts facts yeah no i agree
0: i agree that's definitely something that i i wouldn't have minded sitting in the theater for that much longer i just think when comparing the cliffhanger to a like the almost in my opinion the gold standard for cliffhangers which is the lord of the rings the two towers right that ends perfectly. It, all of the characters are together. They're in the castle. It's waiting for the five armies to come in the big fight to happen. And that is the perfect cliffhanger. They're together. There's one final enemy in mind. However, it's a huge enemy that a lot of work's going to have to go into defeat. However, they're together. They're united. You're looking forward to something. I think this cliffhanger left too much unanswered.
2: I mean... Ultimately, though, to your point, I think they are all together because they're all Spider-Man. So Miguel, uh, Ben Riley, Spider-Woman, Miles, Gwent, like Peter B., the rest of the crew that she's assembled, they're all in Earth-42. They're all together. And so I think, like, I I I feel like alternate Miles, and I think, I assume he will be just the subplot to get to Spot, but I think... To your point, they are all together in that universe. They are all coming together to fight a bigger threat, you know. I assume for like I know Miguel is very antagonistic in this movie, but he's still a Spider-Man. So my assumption is he will come around. Like he won't stay completely antagonistic towards Miles, like same as um Peter B in into the Spider-Verse, where it's like he doesn't really see Miles as being ready. So but Miles has to kind of convince him. So like I do See, I, I do feel like they're all together. I do feel that they're all preparing to fight the big threat, you know, because I don't think I don't think uh, alternate Miles is that big threat. Spot is, and they're all coming together to fight that. So that's what I think.
0: But uh, the big I mean, threat I is I it? I think the things that are unanswered right now.
3: Because in the scene where um, Miles and Spot, like, I want to say they they could kind of see each- inside each other's head. It alludes to the fact that Spot kills a bunch of spider people. So I feel like, mm-hmm. um, gosh, I can't remember the ex- exact point, but I feel like it's definitely going to become the story of the spot keeps becoming stronger and stronger. Everybody teams up to fight the spot, spots defeated. So then it becomes the final showdown between, you know, Miles and, uh, and Miguel with help from Miles 42. That's what you call him. His official mm. name is Miles
2: Forty Two. <laughs> Forty two bigges, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Miles <But> Morales. <laughs> exactly. The scene with his mom probably awesome scenes, but the scene with his mom is like some of the best character work I've seen in a movie. Not like I won't say in a long time because obviously there's still good movies, but I think just it just stood out. Like that scene is so special for anyone who's had like, it's like not even like significant troubles, but just like, if you've had like hard times with like your family, like that scene is just so like, amazing, because like, I feel like that's something we all want to say to the people we love, just like be safe and to be careful as you grow. And yeah, that scene is probably my favorite out of the entire movie, because it's just like, it's the character work, the dynamics between him and his mom, and even him and his dad are explored in that scene. And him and Gwen it's just so much stuff is explored within that conversation with his mother and it's it's just a beautiful scene music it, it just made me cry Daniel Pemberton once again did an amazing job the Metro Boomin soundtrack was fine it wasn't as good as the original one but that's whatever Metro boom make it boom. yeah
0: I also feel like they definitely didn't uh, like I don't know, it's not like they didn't, like, emphasize it as much, but they, I, I, I'm gonna say, they didn't emphasize Metro Boomin's track for this movie as much as they did Post Malone's.
2: They did not. Yeah, it didn't play, like, there. you can, like, there's obviously songs in yeah. the movie, but like, they just, like, I don't know, it just doesn't play as big a, because I don't, because like, I think a lot of it stems to how Sony was not expecting Into the Spider-Verse to be as big as it went into the spider-verse didn't make a crazy amount of money like i think i saw something where it only it made like less than like 20 million i want to say whereas like the has made like 130 something in it's opening weekend but i think they were just doing like they just said yeah let's just do this cool ass shit man but with this it's like okay now we have expectations and like now that they didn't ex- ex- exceed them in some ways i just think they're like this and the album is one of the ways i felt short where like the music at least the soundtrack didn't play as big of a role as i would have liked like there's no what's up danger for this movie you know there's no like song that really says okay this is a spider-man soundtrack you know what i'm saying well, so
3: that's that's because metro Boomin makes the milk toast equivalent of rap music and everybody <laughs> can't, <I> mean, but <laughs> like, he, he really does like like metro Boomin makes music that they would, that would be playing in the radio in 2005 like that, that's what his music is oh no, you, know, you know what fat all disrespect intended <laughs> no, <you're not. laughs> Metro Boomer I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings I apologize but
2: oh yeah but I I do I think I don't know I think like I was once again I tell Ali about this but like I feel like the artist that they chose like they and they, they did they had some big names for into the spider verse, the soundtrack, like Nicki Minaj and Lil Wayne and uh I guess Denzel Curry, but even then he's not like as big as those other two. But yeah. this one it was fully really big artists who I don't think were trying to like necessarily capture the theme of the movie, whereas like, you yeah. like know, why is Clay Larray here.
0: They were trying to make I, a hit song, they didn't care about how it fit in the movie.
2: Yeah, that yeah, yeah. definitely. No, I agree. I think,
0: I mean, like, do you I think would... Sunflower captured the theme of the movie?
2: I think Sunflower was a promotional tool, but I think it served its purpose when when placed inside the context of Into the Spider Verse. I think it does a good job.
3: I think um, I think uh, the feel of the music is what was really most important to them when they were making it Across the Spider Verse, yeah. because I, I'm not gonna lie to you, the music like. I, I've listened to the soundtrack separately. Yeah. And it, it's really emotional, despite, yeah. I mean, like it's Lil Wayne and Quayla Ray and all these other people, but it still has this emotional tenor to it, which I really like. Yeah. like Hummingbird
2: I, is really, I think it captured Hummingbird. The closing song with ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, those things really carry emotion.
3: And the music, I feel like because. The main difference between this movie and the last one is in Into the Spider-Verse, music is very inherent to who Miles Morales is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the, the, the culture of music is very important, and I feel like because this movie, while Miles is still the main character, yeah, I'm not gonna honestly, main I feel character. like Gwen was more the main character of this movie than Miles. Absolutely, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that.
3: And I feel like that's why the music... Takes less of a presence, less of presence. Yeah. yeah. How do how do y'all um feel about this? I've been seeing this pop up on, uh, on TikTok, that uh, yeah, I'm on TikTok. Everybody, come follow me. Um, on TikTok, <laughs> don't do that. Um,
0: you make a lot of good at, TikToks. Yeah, do all the dances.
3: My one TikTok of me twerking in a oh wow, man. that's <laughs> um, but. The the idea that Gwen Stacy's story in this uh, movie is kind of analogous to, like, a trans story. I've kind of well, seen this popping up. I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, the trans flag does appear a lot in her universe.
3: And the colors, too. Lots of the blue yeah. and
2: pink. I mean, that's also, like, how her world looks. Not that it's bad. That's also how her world looks in the comic books. So, just to add.
3: Yeah.
2: I would say, like, yeah, you can
3: Oh, I was going to say, I would. I just kind of find that very interesting because I, I kind of, I don't think what the, what the writers are saying is like Gwen Stacy's trans, but yeah. I feel like what they're saying is that her experience is kind of similar. Yeah. And I mean, her coming out as Spider-Man is like coming out as trans to your parents. Yeah.
2: I can for sure see that because, like, I haven't seen that, but I've never really taken the time to thought about it. And, like, I feel like regardless like whether or not like they if, if they came out and said she's not trans or she is like i don't think it really matters that much but i do think like it fits the whole theme of like anybody can be spider-man like it doesn't matter like anybody can do it, you know what i'm saying so like whether or not like she is isn't like i think it all just like it all just ties back together it's like woven to the theme of you can be spider-man you know what i'm saying so yeah, yeah.
3: Like at first, I but I think that I think is
0: specifically in Gwen's story, they use the uh, analogy of Spider-Man like keeping his identity secret in place of uh, be, being trans, and I think that's a great uh, use of storytelling. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not the fact that like I, I I can understand what you're saying where they're saying like anybody can be Spider-Man, but I think that they're relating an otherworldly event that someone might not necessarily understand or like yeah. someone might. It's not that they don't understand it. It's that that someone doesn't really think about it in the sense of how it does relate to actual people in our world. I think that's a great <laughs> use of storytelling through Gwen in this movie. And like I said, it's a great movie. There's a lot of really good stuff in it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Ali, what are your thoughts, kind of, on that?
1: I I I didn't really notice that while watching the movie. I'm like looking back now. I can I can definitely see it. Like how, like her, telling her dad, or her her dad finding out that she's Spider Woman, and then running away. I can. I feel like I've, I've heard that story with like people in the LGBT community, like coming out to their parents and their parents, not accepting them. And they, they like run away, you know? Right. Yeah. It's, but, um, it's no, go ahead. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm glad she was able to, to come back. Like when she did get like forced back, Right. her dad accepted her.
0: Right. That was what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah it, it was nice to see a positive message in that sense of yeah. it takes time. To- it takes people time to come to terms with change. However, mm-hmm. it's once they do come to terms with the change they're accepting. And I, I think that's the message of what, uh, Gwen's story was.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. And, um, Man, there's so much going on in this movie that just makes me think. Like, I, I, I kind of. The best way to describe it is, I kind of feel like there's almost too much movie in this. Like, <laughs> it's. Yeah, I know it's supposed to be a trilogy, but it should almost be a quadrilogy kind of type thing going on because. I don't know about y'all, but did you guys feel like the movie ended three separate times? If it had just kept going? Kind of like like Alex was saying earlier, I kind of felt like. You know, when they were having the, the fight between Miles and Miguel on the train. Honestly, I thought the movie was gonna end right there. Mm-hmm. And then it kept going. And then he shows up in his own universe and or he shows up in you know, um, Earth forty two thinking, Okay, cliffhanger, it's gonna end right here. And then it keeps going, and then it finally right. ends, and I'm like, Yeah. I really I, I really like it. I'm glad that they did it, but it almost felt kinda like too long.
0: Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's too much. I'm saying the last 20 to 30 minutes was too much. They had a really really solid movie going into like the first two hours and then when it came time to end the story, they just kept adding on instead of ending it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that too. I, uh, I don't know. I'm of two minds. I'm like, uh, it went on too long but I don't want it to end. Yeah, I don't want it to
2: hang. I think think it's a valid credit. Like I can see it because I I do think, like, if maybe they had just like, like a way they could have changed it. And tell me if this would have like appeased you, Alex? (laughs) Okay. If if they had just like, if they had just shown Miles going to Earth forty two, right, and then learning his dad was there, meeting his uncle, and we don't see like, Earth forty two Miles. But we do just see like Gwen assembling her team to come help Miles. Would that have do you think that would have been better? Or still like just the entire earth Two thing just too
0: much? Um I, I I don't think that your rewrite is the way I would have taken it. Mm-hmm. But I do see what you're saying. Um I would have gone more in the sense of he gets to earth 42. He sees that without becoming, he sees that if he wasn't Spider-Man, he would be the prowler and Gwen assembles the team to go find him. Right. I think that's the way I would do it. I don't think they needed the whole point of him getting captured by the prowler and all that. I think that was too much added on there just for the reveal at the end, which I knew was coming anyway. Like I was telling you after we saw it, as soon as he realized he was in the wrong universe i was like oh shit he's the prowler like that was the first thing that came to mind and that's what and as soon as like the mask came off i was like this isn't a reveal i knew it
2: mm. i guess I, sh- but, I i do think that might also be like a perspective thing because i did not catch it when they
3: said he was miles my- i was like
2: oh my god it's miles <laughs> so maybe-
3: <laughs> well and i was also going to say to the fact that um I, I just for to you, Alex, is that I feel like you're just a much more perceptive movie goer. Because I can definitely tell you in the theater I was in, nobody saw that coming. Because everybody <laughs> was like, "Oh, oh man!" Like right. everybody, I saw it coming. Because I was like, the minute they said he was, um, Uncle Aaron was alive. I'm like, "Oh yeah, he's in the wrong universe." And if Uncle Aaron is out here at Rio's house, he's like the prowler. So.
0: See, I thought Aaron was still the prowler as soon as he like even when we realized Aaron was still alive, I thought it was still the Prowler. As soon as they got onto the roof and Miles got knocked out by the Prowler, I was like, Oh, it's Miles. Yeah. And then they had the whole sequence of Aaron like putting on the Prowler glove and spinning him on the bag, like very like reminiscent of the scene that um Miles did Peter. to Peter B. Parker in the first one. Except as soon as the reveal came along that he wasn't the Prowler, I just I, I was just sitting there like, okay, <sighs>
2: Yeah. I think the thing that kind of, like, prevented not, I don't want to say prevented the thing that kind of, like, not, like, the thing that kind of stopped me from being, like, oh, Miles is the prowler, because, like, I think we talked about this out, but the lighting, how, like, and they kind of been showing this stuff on social media where, like, Miles' colors, once, once he meets uh, Chris Pine, Peter Parker, it goes from purple and green to red to blue. Right. And then there was, like, this scene where the prowler is washed in red and blue a little bit. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, maybe like Aaron was supposed to be Spider-Man in this universe, and like he's like just being cautious because the world sucks, <laughs> you know. But um, yeah, I yeah, I don't know, man. Like I think it's definitely a valid criticism. I think like of yeah, I think I think there's about criticism. Say, my ten-year-old brother was super surprised. So right. Like, bro, whatever that right.
0: Means. And I do. I also need to understand that this movie is not meant for me. I am not their target audience. I mean, I am part of the target audience, but I'm not the target audience. Your 10-year-old brother is the target audience.
3: That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, this this movie is definitely meant more for children. Um, I, 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 okay. Well,
2: this, this is, I think this might lead into our next conversation about, like, CGI versus animation, but because I, I i don't think i don't think this is any more of a kids film than an mcu movie is or like the avengers or like right i think right a kids,
0: but, but if I you think, think like, about if you think about the target audience of an mcu film it's not us anymore it's pg-13 it's for people that are teenagers and we're in our 20s we are aged out of the target audience of the mcu which is why i think jason doesn't enjoy the mcu as much anymore
2: i mean i think she has a lot more
0: than but... i know we'll get into that we'll get into that but i think I that one of the underlying things. causes yeah, just... i think one of the underlying causes is as you mature and it doesn't you start to think less of it I can yeah,
3: see that. no, that's... and so and...
0: this is just another film in the mcu that's not meant for us anymore and we got to come to terms with that yeah
2: so would you say that's a bonus for something like into the spider-verse and across the spider-verse that it can still appeal to such a wide range of people even who are like ages because i've seen like i've seen like people who are like oh, i'm in my 50s and this is like my favorite spider-man movie so like, i know that's anecdotal but still like i've seen people, a lot of people like yeah this is oh like, yeah like, I, I, I i
0: totally agree I, I think there is a bonus to being for everybody um i just don't think that a movie can uh in general or like not even in general like a movie cannot be for everybody it can that's appeal true. to something in every person but it is not yeah. made for every person that's impossible there has to yeah. be an audience for it
3: yeah I think I think that's true and... well and also, also kind of what I think going into that is that I feel like why a lot of people like these specific movies more than those other ones because um, I don't remember seeing sending this to y'all on um, Instagram how these are the highest rated spider-man movies yeah and i'm not gonna lie i, I enjoy these movies a lot none of them are better than spider-man 2 yeah <laughs> none of them are better than spider-man i agree even yeah. spider-man one yeah. Um, yeah no i totally I think agree a lot of that is just because um these movies are they appeal to such a broad audience and because of that i feel like People like me and Alex, who are kind of, I don't want to say deeper into comics, but most people kind of. You kind of lose the comic person? That kind of hurts my feelings. Well, if you could let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, me, Alex, and Tricari, people like us who are deeper into comics. <laughs> when you say uh, finish,
0: you mean restart.
3: Uh, Yeah, man I lost my train of thought now (laughs) you you done broke me Um, I feel like these kind of movies don't really appeal to us as much because I feel like for me what I kind of value in a movie like Spider-Man 2 or even the original Iron Man is how true to the comics it is right? Mm. and what I feel like this movie does is it, it can appeal to a broader audience because it builds its own wink and nod right here, canon that is separate from, you know, everything else. It, it has no... Like, you don't need to understand comics to get into these, across uh, the Spider-Verse movies. Whereas I feel like if you're watching Iron Man 1 and if you have no, no idea who Iron Man is as a character and you watch Iron Man 1, the movie is immediately not going to be as interesting to you, right? Or even the older the X-Men movies, the original X-Men movies. The only reason I saw those movies growing up as a kid is because I like the X-Men video games. And I was like, oh, I like the comics, and I'm going to go watch these movies. And I feel like if you're just some guy, and you going to go see <laughs> these movies, you're going to be like, he's got metal claws? This is stupid. This is dumb. But if you go watch something like Across the Spider-Verse, that kind of has that does a lot of the world building within the movie itself. Yeah. I feel like you definitely get a much better experience. I like,
2: I do disagree with that because, but I because I think Miles is in a very specific situation that most comic book characters aren't in. In the comics, in the comics, Miles, and listen, I I'm glad that Michael or Brian Michael Bendis introduced Miles, but as he was writing Miles, he didn't create much of an identity for Miles outside of being just. Kind of like, like Peter Spider-Man.
3: Spider-Man.
2: Yeah. yeah. So these movies, they were in an interest, a unique place where they g- kind of have gotten to establish Miles' personality. You know what I'm saying? Because like, without Into the Spider-Verse, I don't think we get the version of Miles we have in the PS4 Spider-Man or whatever we will get when they make the live-action Miles Morales movie. So I think this movie was in a unique place where they couldn't just... And I think they followed the comic book in ways... Like, you know, obviously, Ultimate Universe being its own thing, Miles just being separate, the only, you know, Spider-Man. But I think they were just in such a unique position where they kind of had to establish a character because Brian Michael Bendis kind of failed to do that for Miles. And a lot of writers since then have still kind of, like, without Into the Spider-Verse, I don't think Miles would have much of a personality in the comics. I mean, he barely does right now, which is why they should definitely take more from this is one of the only examples of like marvel synergy that i would agree with because miles there wasn't a lot to him before into the spider verse i think you know what i'm saying so I, I i do disagree with that because i just think the situation was so unique with Miles' character and his established story you know what i'm saying so that's what i believe but yeah
1: i think that having movies being even slightly different from the comics is is a lot better like having those two different worlds um especially because like with with comics a lot of people wouldn't even know where to start reading you know well so
3: a a, a big problem with comic
1: books today (laughs) yeah i agree with you and I, i i believe that like with like the bigger stories that like even if you don't read comics you you know about yeah like that i i i think the movies should follow pretty closely with that um just because like it's it's already something that works it's something that like a lot of people have like i don't know already imagined so they have an idea of what they're like you know expecting to see but Maybe those like, smaller storylines could use some tweaking, you know?
0: No, I, I totally agree. I think that superhero movies work best, or any sort of adapted movie works best when they stay close to the original source material. They keep the same characters. They keep the same situations. And uh, they, they keep the characters' personalities the same. But if they change the story, because if you don't change the story then someone who's already read that story from whatever source material is not going to enjoy it as much. I think that they're going to expect, just like Ali said, they're going to expect it to play out the way they see it in their head, except if you give them something different, they have nothing to compare it to, and they have nothing to say, oh, that's not how I would have done it. You know?
3: Well, <laughs> my, my main disagreement with you from that would be um, manga and anime. For the most part, uh animes follow the manga extremely closely the only one that i can really think of that deviates a whole lot that i know of is dragon ball just because (laughs) they were making dragon ball super at the same time as they were um writing the manga
0: yeah i i totally agree with that and the sense of anime following very closely especially when it comes to um uh, going on the same like story. However, if you think about the movies that are adapting like page for page the exact same story, I don't think those work as well unless you're talking about Zack Snyder, which is a different case.
3: Well, I don't even well, I, I think Watchmen is a classic. And yeah. it, it does change a lot of things. I think I mm-hmm. mean honestly, watch, Yeah, no, I, I I think Watchmen is Probably at my top five comic book movies. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I mean, I, as, I, I mean, in Zack
0: Snyder's case, the way that it works is that he takes these he each frame is panel for panel from the comics, and I think that's the only way that his movies work by taking it directly from them.
3: Yeah, I I like I'm I'm a call me if y'all want to. <laughs> I love I. Man, I'm gonna get hate for this. Did I, you I actually out like for anybody sex.
0: else. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All
3: right, I was gonna say um. Can I, I, I like Zack Snyder movies. Tricari? Hello. Hello. Oh, hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, you're good. You're good. Um, dang, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, no, I like Zack Snyder movies. Like, I was a really big fan of Watchmen. I like Batman versus Superman. I I think a lot of the criticism against that movie is valid, but I also think a lot of it is kind of like y'all are being way too hard on this movie for no reason. Cause... I
0: think that we're getting a little off topic, and Zack Snyder. Uh, yeah. sh- Zack Snyder should yeah. be a topic for a future episode, and but, we'll even but... let's say for a future episode, let's talk about not only Zack Snyder but also top five favorite comic book movies. How's that sound?
3: Yeah, that sounds good. But I was just. Um kind of what I was getting on to that with that was that I feel like there is a place for comic accuracy in, in film, but I don't necessarily mean that it has to be extremely accurate and it don't change anything. I'm more thinking of when you have a storyline like Civil War, you should at least accurately portray the storyline of yeah. Civil War. No, yeah, that's what
0: I'm saying. I'm saying that yeah. we don't want something that's directly pulled page for page from the comic books.
3: Yeah. Well, I, 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 don't, I mean, I was not to be like the MCU version of S- Civil War that we got was whack, Bad. And yeah, and I, I it was terrible. And what I'm more saying is, I, I, I we can have d- differences, but the movie should still, like, oh man, how do I explain this in a way that makes sense? I don't you want it to be like
2: extremely late to the comics. Is that what you're trying to say?
3: Yeah, like it should at least have some similar ideas. Like it should at least follow the kind of layout because they already laid out the movie for you, and then you come, you come watch something like, like Endgame, which is his own complete original story, which I really like. Versus something like, um... you like
0: Endgame versus Infinity War?
3: Well, I Infinity think, I think, uh, no, I think Infinity War is a better movie. But I'm just, oh, okay, I, that's the first one that came to my mind. <laughs> um, Infinity War is a much better. In game. game is kind of a trash movie. When I'm like being revisionist about it,
0: yeah,
2: of
3: course. Um, but it's not that. It's um. But yeah, back on topic. Um, I feel like if if you're gonna call something Captain America Civil War, there's already a comic book called Civil War. And the only element you take out of that is superhero registration i think you're missing the point
0: oh that is a perfect point i want to clip that because as soon as we talk about captain america name change i'm throwing that back in your face
2: yeah um i think in relation to, to spider-verse though i do think that can be I, do, I don't think that's a rule necessarily because the spider-verse comic book that like That, it's kind of crazy different. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, the only... I feel like the only real similarities are the fact that there are multiple Spider-Men from various realities, you know? But I think it still Uh, turns out, like,
3: relatively... You know, I think it still uses, like... It uses enough. Yeah. Well, but... I I mean, y'all do know that the first Spider-Verse was in the 1990s comic. uh, Yes. Yes. And so, like, I... I am I'm completely cool with that yeah um, take take because what what the main difference between spider-verse is something like civil war spider-verse is an idea and a concept where you yeah. can have multiple stories that revolve around the spider-verse we really have like one yeah. of my favorite spider-man games is edge of time which is about the mm-hmm. spider-verse or not edge of time was the one that also has spider-man or um, no not what the shadows is it Web of shadows it might be Web of shadows no, Web of Shadows is the one where, with Wolverine in it. it, it um, oh,
2: That's the Power Rangers game. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> but um, I, I I and that's why I think the main difference is you can have like like you can Spider versus a concept versus a Civil story. War, which is a which is a t- which is a specific story, yeah. and then you have something like Dark Phoenix, which has been adapted three oh, times
1: and I terribly. Think,
3: what is it? Each time, it's because they're missing the core of the yeah. story yeah, that makes. Because
0: it was three times, right? It was in X Men Three, right? Yeah. Uh, what was that? Last and... Stand. Um, yeah. And then it was in animation form, and then it was in X Men Dark Phoenix.
2: Animated yeah. number seven is still the best version of the Dark Phoenix story. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like the animated Mortal Kombat movies. They're the best version Way of better. the Mortal Kombat movies. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. That, that okay. Mortal Kombat movie reboot was so bad, dude. I was so angry watching that. <laughs> Thank God, HBO Max was brand new when that came out. Save Are you not finally. excited
0: to see Carl Urban as uh, what is it, Johnny Cage?
3: He's not Johnny Cage. I don't know if you saw the trailer, but he's oh in the movie. I'm yeah, sad. I'm thinking of the game. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm probably
2: not. Good. I mean, I'm probably maybe gonna see it, but I don't really
3: care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, they just got talking. Johnny Cage, but
2: and probably doing whatever. <laughs>
3: The original mortal kombat storyline and going into mortal kombat uh mortal kombat uh, 9 is such a convoluted and retcon story but also really good and i wish they would have just like i will, why can't the movies just be that why do they always have to change things
1: yeah. i don't why necessarily
3: mean like it has to be the games again it just there's already a good story just follow it yeah so is Jack- there anything else we
0: have to say about spider-verse
3: yeah, that's what I was going to go Do Okay. But the only thing I will
2: say is that these movies mean so much to me. I think I've told you guys this before, but Into the Spider-Verse is my favorite movie. Like, and I explained this to Ollie the other day. Like, I, I look at Across the Spider-Verse and Into the Spider-Verse, how I look at, like, Flower Boy versus Call Me If You Get Lost. Like, Call Me If You Get Lost is better. But Flower Boy came out when I needed it. And that's how I feel about Into the Spider-Verse. It came mm-hmm. out when I needed it, you know, like... I was like, this. I think the first one came out when we were like in high school still. And like, yeah. I yeah. I needed something to say, it's okay to beat you. Because I didn't, because not that there weren't superhero movies like that as a kid, but I feel like, and and obviously Peter Parker is supposed to represent the everyman character, but I, I still am He's not. He's still a white here.
3: guy.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Basically, you know, but, that, that's just as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And Miles. He he gave me that. He was like, like this. Like I love this character so much. Like, and I loved him when he introduced in the comic books. But like I said earlier, he didn't. There wasn't something more to him besides being smart and Spider Man. And this gave me this gave me this character that was like me, and told me that the dream I have had since I was a kid of being Spider Man is possible. And I think more than like how good it is thematically or analytically, I think just the notion that this movie has reached so many people and told them you can be you no matter what is beautiful because that's what I want to do like if if I ever get the chance to make my own films like that's just what I would like of course I'd love to be the critically acclaimed million dollar director dude but more than that just being able to tell people you're fine as you are and yeah and these movies accomplish that goal far and away of tell like seeing my little brother smile at seeing like miles swing like that's like it makes yeah, me want to cry because it's, like, beautiful. Like, because I didn't have... Like, all I had was Blade. <laughs> hey, don't don't, hit on don't <laughs> hate on Blade now.
3: Don't hate on Blade now. I like Blade, but I'm not a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can change that. <laughs> right.
0: And I think as much as Into the Spider-Verse was Miles' story, we've already touched on this, but Across the Spider-Verse is Gwen's story. However, I do feel like for... The message that it's trying to get across, in the same way that it moves a message for into the Spider Verse, it seems like a they put less effort into it. It's not the focus of the story.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I definitely think this movie places the overall. Because once again, I do not think Sony was expecting Into the Spider Verse to be to become just the hit it was. So,
3: which doesn't make do any think. sense. Because it's such a I'm good
2: fine. idea. I, think. I mean, they were probably just like, oh, we have the rights of Spider-Man. Let's just make something. And then, but they set up
0: the cliffhanger. Cool. I mean, everything that they set up in the cliffhanger is the second movie. It's not like they're not expecting anything to come from it. They knew what was going to no. happen next.
3: Well, I think I think it was more the idea that they knew it was going to happen next, but they didn't expect it to become as popular as it did.
2: Yeah, that's
3: what, that's what I'm saying. Kind of, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But yeah, ultimately, yeah, this is, yeah,
2: yeah, this movie just, it means so much to me. And like I said, seeing like my little brother just see himself like that, like, not to compare, but this movie gives me that feeling that I think Black Panther was supposed to, give, that or people said Black Panther was going to give me, that makes sense, but yeah. Oh, that's... I
3: fully agree with that. I I mm. feel that way so much. I think Black Panther is, oh, like, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. I think that movie's whack.
2: Yeah, the second one's better.
1: Honestly, and think, like, comes, it's like, coming from an African, like, I love I love the representation, right? But that's it...
3: That's kind of all it has going for it. <laughs> yeah, like, that,
1: that was pretty much it.
3: And, I and like, know, I, I, I can understand how important it was for kids to, like, oh, there's a character that looks like me, is yeah. black like me. I, I, I understand that. Yeah. But, it's like, crazy. the, the whole time so I watched that movie, movie, I was like, Killmonger was right. I don't know what anybody is talking about. Killmonger <laughs> was right. Like y'all over here is you had our people messed up, <laughs> suffering, because y'all didn't want to share y'all stuff. Like, nah, he was right. Yeah. Like, like no disrespect, y'all, but, yeah, but Killmonger is not the villain of that story. <laughs> well, I'm,
2: genocide's still bad, but. <laughs> I
3: mean, well, I mean.
2: Oh. <laughs> well, I'm,
3: uh, hey, hey, we got to get our get back. We got to get our get
2: back. <laughs>
0: Depends on who's yeah. writing the history.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> but yeah, Yeah. genocide. It's just revenge, bro.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Boy to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's no,
3: great. I. That's, I um, that's, yeah,
2: just great movie. Love seeing my little brother smile and shit like that. So yeah, those are my final thoughts.
0: Yeah, right. I agree. I agree. I've said everything that I think I can say about it. Um, it yeah. It's a great movie. It is a great movie, and there's a lot of really great messages through it. I just don't think that it's better than Into the Spider-Verse.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Into the Spider-Verse. made Phenomenal. Lovely.
0: Yeah. All right. Jason that's- Ali, that's- any final thoughts? Uh,
2: Wait, what finally- a uh, You yes, to say, Trey? I just... I think it's better. I think spider verse is better than Spider-Man 2. But whatever. We you can keep going. It's not a bad movie. Um
3: you're <laughs> patently wrong. Um, oh. <laughs> because Spider-Man 2 is the best superhero movie to be ever made in I my mean, humble opinion, which is always the correct it, opinion.
2: It's it up there. It's up there. <laughs> it's up there. But if, if I'm if you're asking me what movie like it, the superhero movie that I think you should see if you want to know it like if you want to be a if you like if you love superheroes and you just want to experience that. I'm saying in the Spider Verse, but
3: that's just you know what I'm saying. You I can would keep going say X two. X two. No, I'm just joking. That's a terrible. Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I kind of did like those movies as a kid, but yeah. I think because I was a child. I think
0: yeah, they're I, fine. I think they're fine movies. I, I think they overuse CGI, and I don't think they can. They don't think they really understand what audiences wanted out of a superhero movie
3: yeah i mean they were kind of the first one yeah it was, yeah of course it was bad and fantastic four
0: and,
2: which and i
3: daredevil. also agree oh and daredevil. i think daredevil ben f like daredevil is not that bad of a movie either it's like, oh it's so bad it's, it's so, it's so, so, so bad. bad it's not terrible yeah it's not good but it's not it's just okay
0: it's they introduce okay. electra then they like uh, kill her off immediately but yeah,
3: I, I love across the spider-verse i i i want to say i was in tears. Like Black Pepper brought me to tears. Um, but I was definitely I was feeling that movie a lot. I felt very emotional watching that movie. But um uh, yeah, what are y'all thinking about um what is it with this new Captain America movie? What are y'all what are y'all feeling on that? Like in general or just the title? Title the Title Change, change? The Title Change in general, what are y'all feeling? Title like?
0: change is stupid. The the title change mean. is so stupid. Movie. Why would they name it after a already established piece of media, if they're not going to reference it very, very close to what you were saying about Civil War, is that why the hell are they going to name it Brave New World? I can't see how it's going to relate to the piece of fiction Brave New World. Like, uh, what is he going to do?
3: Kind of Brave New World at all.
0: Yeah, but so I, what I, is I the point seen of seen naming it after I, that? It would be no, like.
3: I don't, know. I don't people think I don't do think it's simply named after what you're thinking yeah, yeah, I don't think how many people do you think know the book Brave New World? I feel like a lot more people <laughs> when they hear New World Order think of Nazis but anything to mm-hmm.
0: do. Right, and I think that's fine. Especially if he's going to be fighting Nazis or yeah. fighting a New World Order. However, how is he gonna fight a Brave New World? What does that even mean? Well, that makes I don't no think
3: sense. <laughs> I think the, yeah. in reference to the brave new world is the brave new world is the after effects of Thanos. Which you kind of started with a fa- Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but they kind of didn't really finish exploring that. Mm. Ooh, I Is <laughs> Thunderbolt,
2: Thunderbolt Ross like the president now in...
1: Oh, I have no idea.
0: I have no idea. I I
2: who, the president, the Thunder,
3: uh, Thunderbolt Donald.
0: Ross? are we going to see him in that Secret that? Invasion?
3: I don't know. I, we we yeah. will know by, what is it, the end of two weeks from now? 26, maybe. We'll know.
0: <laughs> well, it's like two days, isn't it? I thought it was like Monday it came out. I don't know.
3: I don't know. I, I I honestly care so little for anything in the MCU. Yeah, I don't care about this movie at all. I don't like.
2: I I liked in The Winter Soldier. As soon as I saw they changed his costume, I was like, well, I don't care.
3: Yeah. It's not even just that. It's that the, the story of Secret Invasion is so important. The fact it's being relegated to a, a six-episode miniseries is so such a, just a terrible... That is an Avengers-level story. And the fact it's not being handled like an Avengers-level story is... I can yeah. already go into this and say, this is going to be bad. Yeah. Whatever they intend for it to be or not is... Yeah.
0: Well, back to Captain America. I don't care that they change the name. I care what they change the name to because what they change the name to is so stupid. It's like they could have named it anything else. And you know how much, like, how easy it would be to differentiate it? They could have called it Captain America a Brave New World. They But instead, they decided to call it Brave New World directly after something that has already been published under the same name. It's like if they decided to call uh, the next Iron Man movie Iron Man 4 colon Harry Potter. Like, what is the point?
3: <laughs> I. Well, I, I just kind of think that goes back into which one is the more popular franchise. Like I, said, I don't think anybody knows what a Brave New World is, but I think a lot of people have a, such a negative connotation with a uh, New World Order, especially in current media. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I guess we'll just have to wait and see when uh, more info comes out about it as to what it actually means when it says Brave New World.
2: Yeah. And they can say... what. Are you gonna be about like what, is, what am I like supposed to be I, don't fighting we, the leader. I don't think we know anything
3: I mean, the rumors think... are you supposed to be fighting the leader and it's supposed yeah. to be like uh, The leader, sucks. Lead
2: a the leader
0: does Hulk. suck yeah
2: The leader is not why is the leader even a bad guy just beat the shit out of him <laughs> 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 Quite literally the... kind of, yeah. An incredible Hulk villain <laughs> <laughs> Well
3: I think the whole idea is the incredible Hulk is all brawn. he's all he's all brain You know
2: Yeah. Until they, but no, the Hulk is smart now. With the Hulk being smart is so, it always sucks. They should stop (laughs) trying to make the Hulk smart. But whatever.
0: Well, they 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 gave his arm back. They should just take away the intelligence also.
3: Exactly. Stop making Hulk smart. Nobody. Why? Yeah. Why did he get his arm back? You know what? My biggest issue with the MCU is right now. This is a completely different conversation. But it feels like there's no purpose and character <laughs> arcs don't matter
0: now. Especially that Jonathan Majors, uh, pretty much out as Kang. What are they gonna do?
2: Oh, They like,
3: confirmed?
0: <laughs> not confirmed, but I mean, oh. dropped by his publicist. He's, uh, yeah. not he dropped from a, a movie that he had already signed on to. Like, I'm pretty sure he's out.
1: Let me see yeah. what's going on with him. on? Gonna... <laughs> he let us know. I haven't, I haven't heard anything. <laughs> anyway,
3: Ollie, uh, you know, I Turner is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they said he was out here. He was out here
2: fighting. The MCU, like I don't know, like like I said, I think it's been bad for a super long time. Like I think I don't yeah. people are saying it got bad. I think it's been bad for a while. Like after I the think, first Avengers movie type shit. Like, <laughs> like oh, really? I would go
3: that far back. I would
0: not go I would that far go back. back. I'd go after Endgame. I'd say Spider Man yeah. uh Far From
3: Home. I'd say, Spider- I'd say in-game exposed it, I'd say it really started, I want to say, with Ragnarok. Really? No. It, yeah, I would I say don't. with Ragnarok. Ragnarok is like Ragnarok. by far one of the
0: best uh, movies that oh, the MCU's yeah. made.
3: I don't like I mean, Ragnarok. The world
2: was pretty bad. <laughs> Age of Ultron wasn't that good.
0: <laughs> I mean, Age of Ultron was not good, but I, I they definitely corrected it through... Civil War and Ragnarok and the Infinity War and all that. I, like,
3: I hate See, when people Ragnar- are like, oh, well, oh, sorry. I was gonna say Ragnarok is when they started being too jokey. It felt like I the seriousness of it was gone, and I that's not to say because the Avengers movies and Iron Man movies they had jokes, but like yeah. four in that third movie and we we saw how badly got in Love and Thunder y'all, where yeah. everything was a joke. There was not a serious moment at all. It was always undercutting. Well, itself. that doesn't.
0: That's not against Ragnarok. How can you say that the movie after Ragnarok made Ragnarok well, bad? I
3: think it started I, I first noticed it in Ragnarok. Because I don't like Ragnarok because of that.
2: Because it was, joke, it was always a joke
3: was undercutting itself with humor.
2: But hasn't that been a criticism of Marvel for like a super long time though? Like that they undercut their series? Like they, that's been a criticism that they've had for like a pretty long time. Like that they're
1: Oh they yeah. Yeah, humor. for sure. You can you can also say like they do that because these are children's movies you know they yeah. they right. may not like understand the the more serious uh implications of like everything so
3: well i i feel like and that's that's, and a, that's not i oh, sorry go ahead
1: <laughs> and that's not gonna like keep keep their attention you know
2: yeah. i want a marvel movie that's just like a u.n meeting about what to like international tragedies <laughs>
3: guys they, <laughs> the
0: they tried to give us that in black panther and did not uh, yeah. accomplish it very well
3: yeah. guys they dropped the city from the sky why right. do we have superheroes they dropped the city <laughs> from the <laughs> sky why are they here
1: it wasn't well I was gonna say it wasn't their fault, but Tony made Ultron, so yeah, it's exclusively their fault. <laughs> it's
3: hundred <laughs> like percent their fault. It ain't none of that would have happened. None of that would have happened, it was, it, it of, if superheroes didn't exist. The world would be in a much better place. I think a lot. If
2: Iron Man didn't exist, if if I if only if Iron Man just wasn't there, I think Earth would be far better.
3: good <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. Iron Man did start it. Like everything <laughs> everything that went wrong in those movies is because of Iron Man. Absolutely, absolutely. But I, I was gonna say, I hate how people are like, oh man, Age
2: of Ultron is so good, but look at how much stuff got paid off. That was all retroactive. They didn't plan
3: any of that. They did it because <laughs> Ultron's fine.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. No. I agree.
3: You 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 guys people tend to forget that we were supposed to get another Avengers movie before Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, like geez. that was on that was on the docket, and then they all got yeah. kind of changed around because we were supposed to get. Let me see. Well, oh we God,
0: basically got it in Civil War.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I want to see. original MCU Baze. I don't know. Man. I feel
2: like so. I feel like the bright moments like Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Thor Ragnarok, uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. I think, but other than that, like a lot of. I personally like the first Ant Man movie a lot, but I know that's like a. Controversial. I don't know. I don't like no, the 1st
0: of movie is fine. It, it was just Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then Quantum Mania that were terrible.
2: Yeah, yeah, but those, those are the bright spots for me. Like before, like in game I guess. Other than that, a lot of and Infinity War. Infinity War was really good, I'll say. But like everything else, has just been like whatever. Like, Iron Spider-Man Man Three, I don't care the about. best Iron Man movie. Like, I don't really care about both
3: of it. I mean, I feel like they they ruined freaking um. They 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 ruined Peter Parker. Oh yeah, he's not Peter. He's
2: barely Spider
3: Man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's not. He they they could change his name from Peter Parker and make him a completely different character, and it would fit much better. Yeah. Did you hear about
2: how they're already bringing back Zendaya for Spider Man Four?
3: Well, I heard that that all got put on pause because of the writer and the active strike now
0: mean I talking, me
2: talking about that. That shit would be so. Yeah, stupid. I saw Why something I today that Tom Holland movie?
0: had said that they're <laughs> that they're currently like mapping out the. Hey,
3: you know what? <laughs> I I honestly would much rather than just just kill off freaking Peter Parker and bring in Miles and just do it right.
0: Yeah, I guess it's just uh, I don't know.
3: Tom Holland has taken a break from acting, like, every, every year for the past five years. I feel like I saw that somewhere where they want to do, like, at least, like, three trilogies with him or something like
2: that.
3: Tom Holland. Tom Holland does not like what he does.
2: Tom Holland hates Big Spider-Man. I, there's
3: no way he does not hate playing Spider-Man. <laughs> no. Because, like, dude, I ain't going to lie to you, being in the MCU typecast you. Like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think I a can. lot
2: of people uh, would be received a lot differently if he had never been in Spider-Man. But mm-hmm. I also don't think he'd have gotten those if he wasn't in Spider-Man. So I guess it's like a catch-22. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I I think he does a great job as an actor. I think one of my favorite films is Cherry, which is uh, done by the Russo brothers starring Tom Holland. I think it's a great film. I just, um I don't think he's a great Spider-Man.
2: Yeah, absolutely not. He's like... Yeah. It's not his fault. Like I think he could, he could have been a good. Like I, I think he has the ability. Like that scene in Civil War when he's first introduced. Like he, he could have been Spider-Man, but then they were like, right, have him not be Spider-Man. Sure. <laughs> like have not be Spider-Man,
3: well, but younger.
0: Yeah, that is I that was like terrible.
3: Half of that is on Sony. Think, really? I like, yeah, I think a lot of that. Is, so, do you guys know who Avi Arad is? I yes. Do, yes. He ruined. Yeah. He he ruins everything he touches. He he ruins like. Um, he won't bring back spectacular Spider-Man. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like whatever he touches, he he ruins, and he's kind of to to blame for that. Um, so.
0: Well, I mean, he produced uh across the Spider Verse.
3: Yeah, but he's also the guy who ruined sp- the Spider-Man three. I was. He, at- he was yeah, he was. He, what he did. To Spider-Man 3. What he did. What, yeah, what he did. He did. <laughs> what he did. Honestly, no disrespect. Be... Worse than Hitler. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I... Whoa.
1: No disrespect?
3: But what he did to freaking Spider-Man 3. I don't know if y'all have ever seen the image of the original uh symbiote costume that like that was like
0: yeah yeah that oh was practical
3: oh. yeah oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah oh my god that was great
2: you gotta do spiderman dude, have you seen like the art the like i guess like the the storyboarding for the vulture fight with uh with spider-man, Spider-Man. Yes! yes bro man i wish i
3: yeah. would done it
1: yeah no, they, i agree
3: man one again <laughs> they were like yeah <laughs> let's <just do> it. <laughs> Yeah, Spider-Man 1 is such a good movie Like yeah. Spider-Man 1 and 2 and honestly I, I'm glad Spider-Man 3 hate has kind of gone out the window people realize that Spider-Man 3 isn't as bad as a movie as people may get out the scene but those no, movies agree. are so
0: good I agree yeah.
3: speaking of terrible movies
0: uh, I think uh, we are right at an hour so do you want to keep going or do you want to wrap it up now
3: I mean we can keep talking but
2: just stop recording
3: uh, okay. Well, I kind of want to talk about Black Beetle. or uh, Black Beetle? Blue, Blue Beetle? Beetle. What's his name? All right,
0: all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we can do Blue Beetle real quickly. I'm not looking forward
1: to it. I don't
0: know what you Neither guys think. Uh
1: I, I. I think DC just doesn't make good movies.
3: <laughs>
1: and I've just seeing the trailer, I'm not... Blue Beetle has always been one of my favorite characters, and I just don't want to watch it because I know they're going to mess it up. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it
0: already looks terrible. Like the yeah. the writing and the just like the production design, it looks like a Disney Channel original movie.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Well, it was originally supposed to be a TV show. I know. Like,
0: it looks gonna... like a made for streaming movie, and I think yeah. it would be a great made for streaming movie, but the decision to make it a theatrical release was a terrible one.
2: Yeah. I do think they're trying to capture kind of the same thing, Spider... And that's why I want to talk about it a little bit, because I do think they're trying to capture the same thing they did with, like... They they see people dealing with Spider-Verse, where it's like, here's this character that represents a certain particular community that may not be represented all the time, which I do think is cool, because I have seen a lot of Hispanic people who are super excited for it. But... Well, I'm also excited for it, because I, I love Blue Beetle. I think... I loved him in Batman, the Raven Bolt anime series, and I think... I think Blue Beetle is just, like, a dope character, and I'm... I think I want to give it the benefit. I think I'm, yeah, because I could, I see all those things. Your criticisms make sense, <laughs> but I think I don't know. Like I think I want to just have an open mind about it because like I do. I like the I like the actors playing Jaime. I think like I did not giggle. I like George Lopez. <laughs> yeah, I've always love George Lopez, but yeah, I think like. I like the suit. The suit looks awesome. I think. I think the suit looks really.
0: The suit does look great, you know? especially because it's like mostly practical. It looks fantastic, yeah. but the rest I, of the CGI I'm... looks bad. Yeah. And I think I, that I'm... the decision to make the suit practical and rely very little on CGI was a great choice. Mm,
2: yeah, yeah. I wish more movies would do that because, like, but yeah. Either way, like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt because I do. Yeah. It looks like I'm. Like, I don't think it'll be like the most game-changing super movie ever. It looks
3: like I'll have a good time, and I'm kind of excited. For so, yeah. Yeah, like what really got me was in the trailer they did the Final Fantasy VII re- reference when he pulled out his freaking Buster Sword, um, <laughs> and <laughs> I've been playing lots of Final Fantasy VII as I get ready for Final Fantasy Sixteen. So, I'm mean, I that that was enough to sell me on the movie. I mean, I'm gonna go watch it. I'm not really interested into it as much outside of the context of however how are they gonna pull this into James Gunn's DCEU.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like Hopefully really it's in. standalone enough that anything that they do in this movie doesn't affect anything and they can just pull the character of Blue Beetle and put him somewhere else. Mm,
2: yeah. That cool. is the authority getting a movie. Nobody cares.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's best when they make movies that have no consequences to anything else.
3: Um, gets- I kind of like Shazam too. Yeah, like
0: Shazam 2. However, Shazam 2 was terrible. I just watched it like a week ago. Oh, God, so
1: bad. I'm sorry. I'm not spending money on that. I'm waiting well, it's on HBO, HBO on HBO HBO Max. It's oh, on it is? HBO Max, yeah. Oh. Like, no way. <laughs> I didn't even
0: look it up. It was like <laughs> May 28th it came on.
1: Oh, oh, well. I, I don't know. I never got know. a notification or anything about that. Yeah, they're hiding it.
3: I <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> They should hide it. That movie is garbage. What yeah. other DC
2: movies did James I know The Authority, which who cares because they're all just like assholes. Yeah. But like.
0: It's just I, his just suicide was... squad for DC.
2: Yes. But they already got suicide. Like, whatever. I
0: know. I like, know.
2: The Authority is so. Like, <laughs> The Authority is stupid because they're just like dickheads who yeah. don't follow rules. They're stupid. <laughs> yeah. But I am excited for Swamp Thing. I feel like. I, I kind of like the TV show they have for a
3: little bit going. I think if they do it practical, that would be super dope. I'm sure. Yeah. You that TV show that was announced and then canceled the day it came out?
0: That's right. There's <laughs> one episode in existence.
3: Yeah, yeah, Maybe. yeah. Yeah. Um. He's such a cool
2: character. Like he, like he's not just like a monster dude. He's like a guy. <laughs>
0: but he doesn't do anything. That's a, it's very hard to make a some make something completely focused around him because Swamp Thing himself. Does not do anything. People go to him for help, and he like with a wave of his hand will fix any problem. But how do you make a show about that?
3: Yeah, he always shows up <laughs> at other people's stores, and that's yeah. what he's useful. Yeah. If they if they made like
2: a John Constantine Swamp Thing show, that'd be kind of dope. But they're not going to do that, so
0: that's true. Yeah. But, um, anyway, I'm not, I'm not sure about Authority Batman. Superman Legacy, Batman Brave and the Bold, uh Green Lantern Corps is another one they're doing. Um, I can't think of off the top of my head what else they got, but I mean. Uh,
3: Green Lantern's cursed.
0: Green Lantern is cursed. Make, yeah.
3: It's impossible to make you get a good Green Lantern. Is world. it animated? I Green think Lantern? it was live action. Oh, was it? I think, oh. I, think, I think everything that was announced was supposed to be live action. First. No,
0: Authority's um, animated, and there's one other one that's animated.
3: It's to be an-
2: Why? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I feel,
3: like, I feel like being animated is probably going to be better off. <laughs> It allows you violent, to do cooler
2: stuff more violent i suppose because that's that's literally all the authority the authority is just the
3: boys that's it They like <laughs> no care. i agree yeah, yeah. oh my authority
0: is geez. just the
3: boys I mean, it so. is it
0: <laughs> is and that sucks but yeah that's exactly what it is i,
2: I, I'm, like, I'm I don't like the boys and you're like planning a roadmap for what you want to do and you're like we gotta hit the authority <laughs> we gotta be <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, it's him, and he's like, "Oh, I love Suicide Squad. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I love making characters that people don't care about, uh, stars." And uh, then, do
3: you think that's true? Do you think he actually cares, or is it just like I have nothing better to do? And I think nobody he cares. I think he cares. Why else would you make a fucking authority movie? <laughs> yeah. What? Well, because I, I feel like he wants to make something low stakes, so if it sucks, he can be like, "Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter."
0: No, I it think he's either. got a lot mapped out. I think almost every move he's made is uh, all planning towards something. But what is it? I don't know.
2: I like, a shitty Infinite Infinite Crisis movie, which nobody wants. Why? Because yeah. the crisis, every crisis besides the first one stems from complete greed. Like, that's it. Yeah. Every, just everyone besides... Because the first one is like, okay, maybe we should, like, condense our universe. But everything after that is, hey... We don't feel like trying to make sense of our universe anymore. So let's just start over. Well, no, I, yeah, I feel the same
3: way about um, Marvel. I feel like Marvel should just do a complete reboot. Just, mm-hmm. hey. They did rebooting. that with and it was bad. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, they tried that with the Ultimate Universe. But the Ultimate Universe, who who was originally writing the Ultimate Universe? Cause that universe kind of just is terrible.
2: Well, I know Brian Michael Bender started it with
3: Ultimate Spider-Man. And then some other, mm-hmm. I think... Who wrote Ultimate Avengers? Whoever wrote Ultimate Avengers. Why is the Hulk raping people? Why? Why was that a thing? Who came Who, up with the idea? That that was a good idea.
0: Whoa, what I do not yeah, read true. Marvel comics. This is new to Hulk. me.
2: <laughs> yeah, whole, almost everything outside of Spider-Man sucked and was just super dark, edge type shit. Like,
3: Ant-Man uh, beat his wife viciously. Like, not even joking. <laughs> He would just show up and just start duking her up in the middle. <laughs> It'd be at the most random times, too. They'd be in the Avengers Mansion, and then here comes Ant Man, and he just start boxing her. Uh, what is going on?
2: Wanda were in an incestuous relationship, and then yeah. Wanda died, Magneto killed pretty much all the superheroes. And, yeah. Um, pretty sure that's how the Ultimate Universe kind of ended until Secret Wars. Yeah, Ultimatum.
3: Uh, Ultimate Ultimate.
2: But I do kind of give the right. I forget his name, but the his son had died, like a year before, so he was probably just in a dark place. So I do, like, the I can do him pass for that. Hulk <laughs> oh, yeah, the Hulk is a cannibal.
3: Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, that's that that's
0: weird.
2: Ultimate Universe is Spider-Man. But outside of that, like, everything else is kind of whatever. Yeah. It's like no. Marvel Max.
3: I agree. Do you guys remember Marvel Max? That that like, comic line?
2: Was that like... Was that the was Punisher? A- like yeah, Azen? it was, the, it was
3: the, the Punisher, and I think it was... The Daredevil, uh, yeah, Marvel Knights, I think. Yeah, Marvel Knights, and they're all part of the Punisher Max or the Max line of comics. Honestly, I'll look it up. Are we still recording, or is this? Yeah,
0: we're still recording. You want to end it?
3: Wait, I I want to.
0: We can end it now.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, so yeah, let's end the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. This was episode one of our thoughts on this. Today we focus primarily on Across the Spider-Verse, and tune in next week where we're definitely going to talk about The Flash, for that's coming out soon, and I think we're going to get to the topic of how much CGI is too much CGI, and at what point does a live action movie basically become animation? Thank you guys for listening, tune in next week, bye bye.